Robin would rather destroy everything than give up the illusion that he controls it all. That is a sombre quote for a sombre film. Yeah. Uh, this week, oh no, first of all, this is the science fiction rating system. I'm so, like, sombre and serious, I'm, I'm throwing me off a bit. Uh, with a podcast that ranks every science fiction film from one to infinity. And this is episode... Someone told me to start saying the episode at the start of the thing. Oh, okay. Episode 129. Mm. Oh, okay. And uh, we're here to talk about Who told you film. to do that? Why? Who told you to do that? Oh, no one you know. Um, <laughs> but and I don't really know why. I asked, like, someone at uni, and I was like, well, why? Like, oh, it's just what you've got to do. You've got to make sure everyone knows what episodes are on. Oh, okay. Hmm? Why? <laughs> and then, and then I mean, uh, to, in their defence, I did listen to other podcasts, and then I, I started to recognise everyone does do it. So I yeah, suppose fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, um, yes, right. Uh, I'm going to start again. Actually, start again. <laughs> why? What was wrong with that? Well, it's all gone a bit off topic, hasn't it? That's uh, that's trademark us, though. <laughs> We're having another meeting People during the that. podcast. People love that shit. Okay, that's what the listeners right. want. Well, I'll carry. Okay, I'll carry. And this bit. All right. And this bit. <laughs> And the bit where you were considering yeah. to leave. And then, then we don't. The where we're talking about <laughs> yeah. you considering to leave. And then we carry leave. on. We don't remember where we were at. Anyway, this is the podcast. I am joined, as ever, by Chris Redding. Hello. And Alex Humphrey. Hey there. Uh, last week we were off because Chris was on holiday in, in LA. Yeah. Had well, a good time there, Chris? Yes, I did. Yes. You, uh, was it work or pleasure or both? It was a little bit of both, mainly chilling. Hmm. So, yeah. Good. Get some sun. Nice. Um, I saw Jay Z. Oh, what like in concert or in the street? Um, neither. Sat sat by the pool. Oh wow, Ooh. cool. And Holla. what else did I see? Oh, I saw um, who's the Spock guy in the J.J. Uh, Abrams film? Zachary L- Quinto. Quinto. Yeah. Saw, ah. saw him. Mm. Saw him walking his dog. <laughs> what kind of dogs he got? Two spots. Two spots. He's not got a lot going on. Has he that one? So um. Makes sense, I suppose. To he's into. He's a pretty good actor. He's in mm. some good shit. Yeah, he is. Have um, you seen him in American Horror Story? Oh, I didn't mind him in that. Oh, I didn't think he's very good at all. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a good spark. Um, he does a good impression of of. Um, yes, he does. One. Yeah. What yeah. was this yes, dog? Can you remember? His dog. His dog was like a hairy. I don't know what breed it was. It was weird. Dog. It was <laughs> it was like a Jack Russell, but with more hair and black. Oh right, okay. It will be some sort uh, of special breed, won't it? In Hollywood? It will be some sort of yeah. Hollywood breed. Mm, that cool. dog probably costs yeah. more than my house. <laughs> probably, yeah. it probably lives in a better house than it probably you. Probably does. Well. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, Hollywood dogs. Oh, to be a Hollywood dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. I um, hope you were um, spreading the good word about the podcast over there. Have you got someone in the line? Yeah, up every, I was just walking around Beverly Hills, just <laughs> telling all the all the homeless people about it. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> only the, they're the only people I could talk to. Not really. Jay Z. You didn't tell Jay Z or Spock about it. No, no. Jay Z had minders. Oh, fair enough. Um, I actually kind of because I felt well, I kind of. There was no diving in the pool, but I kind of did like uh, went down two steps and then like fell in, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like in a funny way. But right. then I didn't realise because it was the water level then went over, and then down this terrace oh. to where he was sitting. So he splashed and then he splashed the staff Jay-Z. were just looking at me, thinking, "No bed." <laughs> it's a claim to fame, though. You splashed Jay Z, yeah, and then yeah, his minders were. 
You should have just been like, bit. come in, the water's Bowie. great. Like that, you should have just been yeah. like super friendly. <laughs> yeah, so good times. Yeah, wow. He's got 99 problems and an errant bit of water is one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me causing a tidal wave yeah. is one. Um, well, that's enough fun for this week because yeah. this week we are watching, well, we did watch the last of our 2015 choices which was a film called The Visit, An Alien Encounter, um, which was, well, in my defence, the <laughs> website... Good start, good start. Yeah. <laughs> I read a list of science fiction films from this year, and yep. this was on this list. Yeah. And it was pitched to me as, by the website, as a uh, a, a, a documentary film that is all that's half documentary and half like an enactment of what would happen if aliens came to Earth, yeah, that's that's a and, lie. Well, no, in a, in a sense, it is that, isn't it? Um, um, but in a sense, it isn't. I mean, there's a way of going about it. So, really, I think there's two questions for us to get into this week. There's some heavy questions as well, but overall, is was it a good film? Also, is it Poppins? Those are two things yeah. to consider. Yeah, they're, they're well, are. it's a documentary, a poorly made documentary. So, I'm not sure we. Sh- All right, spoilers. If we're going to do that, we'll. I don't if we're know. Do that. We might as well have every episode of you know. Sky at night on here or something. No, well, I will. <laughs> there is a defence for why it should be on the list. I um, we'll, I would like we'll to say to that. that I don't know if a film has made me this angry for quite a while. Okay, oh, I was okay. made like I was kind of furious, and also okay. I think that we should add in the whole um, the fact that um, that some uh, that Chris said the film was like three hours long. So, and and it, it it appeared to be three hours long, and then it was, and so I'm watching it, going, I'm really angry, and I've got another like two hours and a half of this. Thankfully, yeah. it wasn't three hours long. No, because uh, I think I would have just thrown my computer at the wall if it had been. It felt three hours. it felt three hours long. It felt. Points, but... I mean, I just felt really sorry for Chris because you you watched it twice, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, good. I got you. to the I got you. to where it looped. <laughs> So I don't know whether I don't know whose error that was. Yeah, um, I can I can tell you whose error it was. I it was very very hard to get hold of this film, and yeah. so the only version I could get was someone had basically taped it off the BFI website when it was on the BFI site. Yeah, which is right. why you see pop ups and stuff going on because they literally just they just like they were hilarious. The screen they were hilarious, and they must have they've, they've forgotten they left they've got it on haven't they and just left it going for two yeah. goes around. Yeah, so. they're, they're quite a lot of update um, uh, uh, announcements. Well, I was hoping they'd do something really clever. Yeah. Like, because mm. you not. told me that they were going to do, it was going to change genres. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's, I'll set it up, shall I, what it is. Basically, it's a documentary that, as I said at the start, is sort of supposing what, what would be the sort of protocol around, uh, when extraterrestrials visit the planet. Are we really going to talk about something we've watched by accident, which shouldn't have even been. It's interesting to talk about. No, I think there's things to talk about. I've got listings to talk okay. about. Cool. Yeah. Just um, it's specifically about extraterrestrials that have come in, down in a ship. Yeah. That's worth saying, because it's all a lot around that. Um, and Although, <laughs> we're already touching on one of the major problems with this film, is yeah. that it doesn't really set up the parameters of what's happened <laughs> at all. Well, I think, I think that, from what I can gather, there's lots of talking heads in this film, and it seems as though everyone was sort of given a different story as to what they were talking about, which is kind of the, yeah, the vibe bit. I got from it. I think they were just let... Talk, they were just let go and yeah. they just went yeah. off in different tangents and, and there's like been some sort of narratives been made after the fact yeah um the uh yeah so the, the kind of the, the conceit of this film is it quickly becomes, quickly becomes apparent that uh we are meant to be the alien 
mm. and the uh, the director is narrating it as though we have come to Earth and all the talking heads in it are actual real people who ha- are working or have worked in government are talking to us as though we're an alien. Yeah. Um, I like that know. idea that we're the did alien. You, did, like, no, I like, like the, the way execution they... of it, though. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I hated the execution of it, but I quite like yeah. the way you're being addressed. Like, why are you here? All that I thought it was an interesting element of this this film. That was, you know, but other than like the tents that people are talking in, it's not you know that mind blowing, is it? Oh, no, it's, it's not, not mind blowing. But, no. but like, you, but like you said, there is a, a attempt to make a narrative there, yeah. isn't there? Like, and to you be can't honest, follow it through what's happening. Chris, this film made me so angry. It was nice just to have a bit where I wasn't angry. Where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that's right, okay. Angry. What made you angry? I just, again, we're going ahead of ourselves, but I just thought this was a good idea, but I think it was one of the worst. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I think this is a film because I yeah. think if you turned off the visuals, I think it would have actually worked better as being on the radio because the visuals. My, uh, my, my last note of this is good podcast. Not sure about a film. That's ex- the last note. Exactly. The visuals ranged from being pointless to being infuriatingly annoying. Yeah, and I just, I just, they've scored some amazing interviews. The people they're interviewing are fascinating people, but they've wasted those. In- I, I, I just feel like this film needs to be made again, but under much better parameters, much better, just by someone else, someone who knows what they're doing, because this guy doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Basically, he's scored, well, let's, yeah, these amazing people. Let's go people. through it. Let's go through it sort of bit by bit in terms of like who they've got. I think it's probably the best way of doing it because they yeah. sort of go back between the different sections of who they've got on there. Mm. And I've got some questions for you as well. I thought we'd better get deep, as they got deep. We'll get deep as well, some deep Whoa. questions. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So the whole thing starts with the idea of like there's an alien landed. So my first question for you is, if an alien landed, an alien ship landed in your garden, right? Mm. No one else has seen it. What is the first thing that you would do in that instance? Um, I think I might approach it in a kind of E.T. manner in like... You know, just me and the alien. Yeah, the polythene tunnel. No, 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 in like the kind of... <laughs> no, like in the Elliot, like... You've got one just in case under the stairs. No, just like just... I, know, I wish. Yeah, keep it secret. You know, it's just for me, not for the world. It's just Do my... You his origins? How, how big yeah. is this thing? Um, let's say the size of... Um, uh, like a small shed. Okay. And has it got... Is it visible to... It's visible, but no one else has seen it yet. It's very early in the morning. You've got okay. up early, let the cats yeah. out, and there's just a spaceship there. Okay, 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 okay. okay. What yeah. would you do, Chris? Um, I'm straight up there, like, hello, who are you? You'd be up knocking the door, would you? Yeah, right? okay. go for it. Yeah, Alex is dead. <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vaporised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably just uh, take a photo and run. Just get <laughs> right, <out of> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, that's that's uh, a sensible option, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, so that sort of takes to the first sort and of And then section. sell the picture to the Daily Mail. Mm. Yes. Yeah. As quick as possible. Yeah. So you're going for the full evil route there, really. Yeah. yeah. Knock what, on door, run, set the tabloids. What would you do, Sam? Yeah. Um, I'd probably go back in my house and... I, I, I don't know, really. I think it'd probably be the police. Mm, interesting, yeah. Because, I mean, you don't want to touch it, do you? No. What are the police going to do? Laugh touch at it. you. Laugh at you. <laughs> well, they'd touch you, wouldn't they? And they'd be in trouble. <laughs> they'd be vaporised. Um, it's going to be way out of the... Uh, there's, know, no, the... there's no police station in Matlock anyway. so they're not Matlock really police is sort of... <laughs> Do you know, um, you know Boris Johnson came to Matlock when the flooding was happening? 
and um, for some PR shots and like sweeping the floor and stuff like that. And he wanted to do like some pictures in the police station, but the police station here is shut, like it's not ever open. <laughs> so they had to especially open it to do pictures for him in this police station. So like, oh, wow. he's gone and seen the local constable, but it doesn't exist. It's been shut. Fake news. Fake news. Um, and inside, it's all like nineties decor and stuff. Yes. Like the last time it was open, <laughs> yeah. it's covered in dust like a zombie film. Like it's all yeah. just like, like brown polystyrene. Like squatters in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah was... like dressed in police uniforms that they found. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like some post-apocalyptic police force. Yeah, um, that brings us nicely to the issue of PR, which is I, I think is kind of the main thrust of this film. It was definitely the most interesting in terms of. Not, not interesting, that's the wrong word. The people who they got to the PR stuff, so they had this guy whose name, unfortunately, I can't actually find, who was um, he's the ex-PR uh, for the military. Oh. And he was talking to Vicky Sheriff, who is the former UK Prime Minister's Deputy Official Spokeswoman, mm. and Michael Boyce, who is a, was a big shot. He was Chief of the uh, Defence Staff. Mm. And these three, um, not the most interesting, it's the wrong word, but they're the ones who seem to have bought into the idea the most. The woman, yeah. Vicky Sheriff... Spends the whole time looking at the camera as though, you know, she's looking at some sort of alien out of like Lovecraft. She looks terrified that she's sat there yeah. talking. Um, I mean, and they're they... there to discuss the PR reaction to it. So, what do we think about there about this section of the film? Is that where they suggest that Sir David Attenborough would have to make first yes. contact because yeah, yeah. everyone trusts <laughs> him and knows who he is? Which, yeah. I mean, it's probably not a bad shout to be quite honest. You can kind of see what they're saying, but it sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud. It sounds ridiculous, but it's kind of. I think they're probably. I probably have Brian Cox do it these days, though. Yeah, that's true. You want both, wouldn't you? To like to get both sort of audiences, the old people who get. Okay, so we get Simon Cowell to do like an X factor of who gets to (laughs) talk to the alien, talk to the aliens. Maybe I thought that what they said. They said that made sense to me. Was there are only three three reasons aliens will come here, and that's hostile, Mm. exploratory, or they got in trouble and crashed. And I was like, yeah, that's actually. That's bang on. That is pretty much, if you think of all no, the No, his film, reasoning there was pretty good, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was kind of impressed as, with that. As far as, like, also, like, if it was hostile. Mm. That's it. Like, you could, I, like how he discounted hostile, I can't oh, remember they, how he did he said that. They, he said they wouldn't even bother landing. If it was hostile, they'd probably yeah. bother to land. That's yeah. what he said, Yeah, just it? nuke us from orbit. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I thought it was interesting that he said, we need to be careful that what we do to them doesn't seem aggressive or hostile, because it would be very easy for them to interpret... That's why I think they were yeah. trying to say you don't roll out a load of military to kind of walk up to the ship. That's... The thing that I thought, the more, the more they talked, the more it seemed to me is that like, the correct answer was that do absolutely nothing. Just, you know, mm. don't do anything. Don't go near it. Don't touch it. Don't talk to it. Yeah. Wait for it to do something to us because everything seemed to have like a... Well, it's just an unknown, isn't it? You can't know what to do. Really, yeah, suppose, that's but... true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it was... Mm. I don't know. Yes. So they sat there doing that. Uh, and I love there's a great bit with the, the army guy... Uh, uh, Michael Boyce, when they must have asked him the question, like, because um, they go about how he, they don't know about war necessarily, and that we've got, he was in the army, and they must have asked him, like, you know, were you in the army? And he goes, yeah, I was in the army. And then they said to him, oh, what did you do in the army? He goes, why do you want to know that? <laughs> he doesn't want to ask, answer that question. It's like, yeah. well, that's not a very trusting, you know, first yeah. impression to give a space alien, is it, really? That no. sort of. What did he? What did he do in the army? Like what did he do? Yeah. What, <laughs> did, what didn't he do is probably the question to ask of old uh, old Boise there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also talking about the army. There's a bit where they show this, as they often do, extremely pretentious slow motion shot of people, and this is an yeah. extremely pretentious <laughs> slow motion uh, shot of troops running like they've been mobilised. 
And I'm telling you, there is a guy in the middle of the group who just totally falls over, but it cuts, <laughs> but it cuts away. Like well, he really, really falls forwards, and it kind of realistic. yeah in slow motion, and then it cuts away, so you don't really see like what. But he, he totally falls over in that bit. But, yeah, uh, that's the all the cutaways of... and stuff were really cheap. I thought, oh, and yes. they also a lot of them weren't even shot in like high frame rates, so they were like jittery. Yeah, I think that was that's the compression that was used to. <sighs> I hated that. Recording, I hated but, yeah. that. I hated that about this film. You hated everything in between interviews. I, I, I just hate that, like, oh, it's slow and we played some creepy music. Oh, look, a, yeah. wo- a woman in a market <laughs> eating a sandwich. How how menacing. It's not menacing. Yes. If you just run it at normal speed and take away the music, you'd be like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. It, it, yeah. They weren't even... In, they weren't diverse images and they weren't interesting images. It's not like he had, like you know, uh, an African village and then an Indian metropolis and then the jungles of Tanzania. It, it didn't cut around the world. It was just no. mainly in Germany. It was essentially a street in Denmark, a yeah. park in Denmark and a field with a tank in it. Yeah, and that was all it mm. was. And it just didn't work. And, he, and it was obvious what he was trying to do. Yeah, and, and that's it, the problem with it. It's so, because it, it's so overwrought and so dramatic. Mm. It plays hands so hard. Mm. Like Chris says, because it's so cheap, it falls over so so flat, doesn't it? Because yeah. you just can't pull it off at all. Yeah, and the voiceover... Is there a way, there a way of making that better? Yes. Like, with like, just with different cutaways? I've, I've already re- I've got an entire section of my notes it, which says how we make I mean, how if you're remaking this... it, you know, it's the content aside, so basically you have the same interviews, same content. Oh, okay. But then... To jazz it up, uh, um, I can do it with I, bit different interviews. I've basically written yeah. well, how let's to make do, this film better. Basically, I've written let's it do it at the end. Let's do it at the end. Okay. We'll go through the end. Yeah. How to make it better? Let's go through all different bits first. Right. Um, so the war bit takes us on to there's a guy who is talking a lot about um, Voyager and the the like information about us we sent off into space, mm. um, and that's where the war thinkers were saying how I thought it was quite interesting. I didn't know this that. No. There'd be a debate about putting pictures and images of war on there, and they decided to not put any of that on there. Yeah. And so they're kind of being dishonest to aliens, saying, like, oh, it's a utopia. Yeah. Which seems really short sighted to me. I don't know yeah. what you thought about that. No, I, kind of weird. I've written, I think that's a mistake in really giant letters. Because surely, and in, it, it, we are saying that anyone that can come to, to visit us like that, even if they've crashed, they're, they're more advanced than us. Yeah. So aren't they going to find out quite quickly about our history and the fact that we have done all these things? So to lie about it, to to exclude it, seems a bit pointless. Like it doesn't. They're going to find out, and then they're going to be like, "Well, why did you not say that in the Voyager stuff?" Like, and yeah. and someone who's reading that like with no reference at all. Mm. There are images on there of people with like war paints on their face. There's people there with. There's music yeah, must... which was included, yeah. which is inclusive inclusive of war as a subject. Like mm. just because we haven't put a photo of a tank on there, it doesn't it doesn't mm. mean anything. No, exactly. And surely every, I mean, it... and to them, you know, a you know a, a you know a, a tribal like soldier is going to be as useful as a tank. Mm. They yeah. could be like a, a, a nation of people who have been oppressed by a mountain their entire life. And there's a picture of a mountain there. And they're like, oh, my God, there's a mountain on that planet. We're not going to mountain planet. We don't know, do we? Also, I also yeah. think like when you're looking at a 2D image of like shapes and colours, yeah. do you even know where, on... where the background ends and the That's people true. start? Yeah. Well, not like, only that, like... like you're a light and they're having exactly the same um, understanding of the spectrum of light as us. Because <clears throat> yeah. like you show a cat that picture and he's not going to know what he's looking at. No. Yeah, but I mean, they could. I take what you say, but you you can you can always move the spectrum to 
you can delineate between colours even if you can't see colours. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, well, we uh, can see. Maybe an alien if, can't know. Yeah, can't, but can't say for instance we're <laughs> presented an image which is in infrared yes, spectrum. Yes, you could just change it around. We can it, just yeah. we can just skew the skew it so we can see in infrared. Yeah. Like that's not so problematic. The but thing what I'm saying is the, the meaning of how shapes and colours of an image. Yeah. It's it's just a real joke I find that we even send this thing and have like think that it's going to make any sense no yeah, yeah that's true the, mu- the music bit as well when he's the guy's going oh it's really good how we're going from this really quiet piece into this really loud piece mm. and it's to me it sounded terrifying that no, kind of change yeah. in uh, and also thing. just like chris said how will they know that that whole thing isn't just one whole piece of music yeah do you know uh, what is the only uk contribution to that uh 30 minute melange of songs no what is it uh, it is is the f- it the music music there's one uh, one piece of music. One piece of music from um, an English composer. No, I don't know. It is the Fairy Round by Anthony Holborn. Hmm. Do you ever know that piece? No. It's like proper like Shakespeare era uh, magical yeah. kind of like green sleeve sort of stuff. So that's that's mm. our last meaningful contribution. Oh, thanks, thanks, um, thanks, Voyager, for making this look like idiots. What piece of music would you two have put on Voyager? To to. Sum up the human spirit and everything about life you want to tell an alien. What would you put on there? The next generation theme. <laughs> That'd be yeah. a good one, yeah. Yeah. It's a great bit of music. Uh, Some theme tune, definitely. A theme tune to something. Theme tune. Yeah, or like the Star Wars theme. <laughs> they're, they're great bits of music. They're like, yeah, great bits of Street music. Blues. Oh, mate, no, maybe do, not do, do, do. I just oh. think it asks, it, it asks more questions than it answers, though, doesn't it? Because they're just going to go... Oh, what's this from? Oh, it's from a TV series. Can we see the TV series? No. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Um, what's the TV? Yeah. Oh, I don't know then. Hmm. I thought... Um, Did you see, like, on one record, on one side of the record is the music, and on the other side is the instructions to how to how use to this it. included stylus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. It's a nice record, though, isn't it? Yeah. Gold. Um, I thought Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, because we want to kind of encourage a sort of... <laughs> relaxed and friendly sort of yeah, vibe. That's good. that's good. I'm not sure that would represent the large numbers of religious people on the planet, though, would it? Nah, fuck them. I'm more into, like, getting just a, you know, a nice sort of relaxed mood. vibe. You know? Yeah, you're creating yeah, a mood. Yeah, a mood, <laughs> a mood yeah. 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 <laughs> Space mood. Yeah. Yes, the Earth wants definitely. you, you sexy yeah, let's aliens. get it on. <laughs> you don't want them to be, like, hearing bloody Flight of the Valkyries, whatever, Ride of the Valkyries, whatever it was they had on there. No. You know. <laughs> um... Uh, Anyway, right. Uh, Maybe just a recording of the jungle I'd put on there. Ooh. Oh, okay. Some ambient sounds. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, at least that would like reflect. Like, that's actually what they would hear. They would go, "Oh, we know this. Mm. We've heard that. Mm. We're in a jungle." Yeah. Well, if they've been to a jungle, if they landed in a jungle, yeah. If it's if it's predator, <laughs> yeah. but then he'd be like, "Oh, great! I'm gonna go hunting because they've got a jungle." Yeah, that's true. That's not gonna. You screwed. Whatever, I just really. think music is like strange mathematics we're throwing at them because that's kind of what it is, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. They're my very sensitive ears yourself. that get blown up as soon as they hear it, and then it's an attack, isn't it? We've made the first assault. <laughs> well, I think it, we're trying to send them like a computer virus. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh yeah, computer virus. Give give them a cold. That's a good idea. Yeah. I've heard that before somewhere. Um. So uh, to treat the the uh, um, another section going on is there's this guy who <laughs> uh, whose name I'm not written down who um, well they kind of they introduce him in a, in a polite way in a way because you see this character in a big orange suit who's 
who's made the guy has been like enlisted to get to make first contact uh, and going to the actual ship. Yeah, and you hear it. Don't you? It's like voiceover as though like he's going like I'm going to the ship and this and this and this. And yeah, I go inside. And it's like a human yeah. place. And you think you know this is strange. What's going on? And then eventually they cut back to this guy. And just a bloke sat in his office, with his <laughs> eyes closed, having some weird daydream about what he thinks an alien ship's like. It's like it's like when they did the interview. They started off like, like, oh, you know, could you just imagine that? And then they, like, the bloke just went full on into it. Just kept it. going. Yeah, and an hour later, they were like, oh, God, he's still going. They've all like left yeah. for lunch or something. And he's like, they've still got the camera running on him. He's got his eyes closed. Oh, yeah, someone's watching me. I'm aware of someone watching me. Like, he just kept yeah. going on about that, didn't he? Like, it, it, yeah, it, I mean, this is where it kind of really, the, I was I wasn't enjoying it, but I was with the idea of them talking to the alien. But here, like, yeah. this isn't based on anything other than this guy's sort of weird dream he's having about yeah. going into a spaceship that looks like a library and aliens yeah. are there and they can't see him. Yeah, and because they haven't again, as I said, they haven't set any parameters of what these aliens are. Like, yeah, whether it, they don't. I mean, yeah, like you say, they they. I'm not sure they need to set parameters. I quite like the idea yeah. of it's like they're having just a discussion. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the worst. I think this guy is setting parameters. Is that's the worst thing about it that he is the only person who is setting parameters by saying all and the that's insides. The problem like with us. cutaways, right? Because you automatically then start Seeing. setting parameters. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like you say, if this was on the radio and the guy was just talking in your head, you'd be imagining. Whatever you wanted, and that would be. This should be on the radio. This, this totally yeah. should have been on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The the other way I thought it would be good. I imagine that orange guy walking and the stuff around him, like like very quickly flashing through loads of different versions of what a ship would be like. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like loads of different interpretations of what we think a ship might be like, rather than just we can't afford to build a ship, so here's a library. Yeah. No. So, so yeah. I did some um, extra research. Ooh. Oh yeah. And I found. A better alternative to this documentary on YouTube, and it's called Science Versus Cinema, Mm -hmm. Arrival, the film. Mm -hmm. So uh, someone looks at the film, and and there's actually a very good, I'll just send you the link, um, explanation of why that ship is that funny shape in Mm, Arrival. Basically, they did loads of work on uh, the maths of, like, the language, and Mm. it's quite, it's very good. Okay, good one. Yeah. how that shape of ship might have allowed like a warp drive of some description. Oh, um, okay. But there's there's a whole this channel is actually quite good. It does a few different films and does the science behind them. Hmm. I'll put it in the show notes. That sounds good. Mm. Um, if you were the guy going on the alien ship, what would be the first th- thing you would say to an alien? Nice ship. Nice ship. Yeah, like <laughs> start with a compliment. We'll take it. Yeah. No, no, not no. Just like, wow, nice, oh. shi- nice ship. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like when you go in someone's house for the teach- first time, you don't just like, you'd say, oh, I love your house. Like, <laughs> you know. What are you? <laughs> you could do like Rick does in Rick and Morty and teaches them that like sticking your finger up is actually saying. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> well, Chris, what would you say to an alien? There'd be no point in saying anything. Oh. You just stand there. You just stand there. Just stand there. There'd be there'd be zero point in making a a noise out of your mouth. (laughs) I love the idea. You just just walk in the ship and just stand stare at the alien. And there's like a whole like bank of people at NASA waiting for first contact stuff, like all looking at Chris in this ship, and he's just stood there staring at the alien. And there's like a cutaway to like whatever. There's a cutaway to whatever scientist going. No, trust him. Trust him. He knows what he's doing. No, just no, just (laughs) let him work. Let him work. (laughs) <laughs> but you're but you're under the impression that making a noise out of my like mouth mm. to 
in uh, to them is in some sort of hierarchy of me uh, breathing oxygen mm. or me blinking or me walking. Yeah, it, it has no meaning. Yeah, okay. yeah well, well, any, anything I do. But well, hang on, no, because you're assuming that's the case, aren't you? You're probably right, but you don't know that, do you? You should try it at least. Yeah, say nice ship, and they'll go thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start singing Let's Get It On and they might start undressing. Yeah. Oh, it was you that sent us that message. <laughs> yes. We're here for We've some come sex. looking. <laughs> yes. No, they just they just land and just start playing that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> just start playing Let's Get It On. It won't stop until they get something. Yeah. Um, so the other sort of main guy who's going on is uh, a dude who uh, whose name I did have. It wasn't Chris Welch. Um Oh, anyway, some bloke. Oh, no, there's two other guys. There's one we'll leave him for last. So this guy uh, is the sort of the biological... Oh, dude. yeah. Yeah, he's, I like he's, what he said. He was interesting. Yeah, he's the most interesting and sort of most pessimistic. Mm. And I thought... I mean, this whole idea of, like, introducing aliens into our biology is dangerous and, you know, might be infectious. I think that's quite a well-worn thing. Yeah. But I like the way he explained it as though, like, you know, there's one genesis of life on Earth... Mm. That doesn't mean there didn't used to be more than one genesis mm. of life, but we're the one that survived. Yeah. Mm. I thought that was a really interesting way of putting that, yeah. saying, like, so if you introduce someone back in again, one's going to win again. It might be ours, it might be theirs, but... Yeah, and also... And that... Like that, and he says something like, you know, I would say absolutely no contact, basically. You know? <laughs> yeah. It makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? It makes a lot of sense. And all the stuff about... But if there was two genesis of life, if, if they come from a completely different, um, you know background mm. yeah um uh what it be com- they may be completely incompatible with with us right yeah, yeah. Uh, a virus to them is different from virus to well, us that wasn't really his point of the virus it was more of sort of like saying you know as far as we're aware all life here started from the same thing mm. the one same one thing but that's not to say there wasn't another one thing at some point yeah which has been wiped out by our one thing so if you introduce, so, so by definition, an alien will be a different thing. Hmm. So therefore, there's the con, there's the the, the um, possibility of, of of another conflict where the one thing has to be that the one thing again. See what I mean? Yeah. And also um, yeah. that we look for DNA, and if we don't find DNA, like yeah. then the thing is dead or whatever it was. But these things might not be made of DNA; they might be made of something else. So we wouldn't know yeah. what to look for because we don't. We only know how to look for what we're looking for. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was good, this guy. Wasted, he, uh, but good. <laughs> at, the, at the other end of the spectrum was uh, Ernst Fazan, or Fasan, who was, I mean, the title card said he was like a space lawyer. Yeah. Mad uh, man, in, in other words. He was just a crazy old man yeah. talking about, I mean, he said a lot of stuff about, the, they kind of contradicted later on about saying, well, um, you know, space law says that we can't have conflict between races and stuff like that. I was thinking, well, hmm. I don't. That's not our law, is it? Like we have conflicts all the time. That's yeah. happening constantly. Uh, yeah, so to hold space laws, this thing is saying like, oh no, we we can't fight. We've got to help each other out. But oh, if you're coming here, you have to abide by these space laws. Well, we don't abide by those laws ourselves, do we? Really? No, no. That you that know. sounds insane. That we'd have to like go into some kind of negotiation with them to sign some contract before we did anything. <laughs> to they prove to not wipe us out, or it just seems like that would just go on uh, for years. Or wouldn't it be great though if the welcome wagon, that guy, that old German lawyer, was the welcome <laughs> committee with like a big 
big wad of papers to sign. Like yeah. he smacks down a massive like <laughs> yeah. binder. Yeah. Now listen here, you're not getting a foot off that sh- a ship unless you yeah. sign this stuff, Mister Alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was uh, that was yeah, that was weird. It's interesting to think like just philosophically what if like wiping out a whole of you know other race mm. has any meaning really to them or to us or to, to them to us yeah. to anything you know <clears throat> well that was that was the point wasn't it they said that yeah in history when a more advanced civilization has met a less advanced one the advanced one has mm. just decimated the less advanced and that's and we have done that as humans again and again and again and basically yeah. this the, the guy just says let's hope these aliens are more moral than that because they would probably just turn sometimes up. Sometimes it's not about morals, right? Because sometimes it's just been inadvertent. Well, if, if, I guess if if they they come here and they want something, they find this planet and they, there's something here they need or they want, and as far as they're concerned, yeah, the, all of the buildings, the, the people, all that, we're just like ants or something that they just need to get rid of to get the thing they wanted. Like, yeah, and there's no morality. We wouldn't, we wouldn't care if we did that to insects or like if you're building a house, you wouldn't be like, oh, hold on, we better relocate these you know, this wasp's nest, you'd probably just mm. get rid of it, wouldn't you? Because mm. it's wasps mm. and they're evil. But no, it's not space wasps. Yeah. For revenge. Might yeah. be. There might be some space wasps. Build a gigantic nest above the... Uh, mm. Or the, the ants from them, but in a ship. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean, that's the fun way of someone coming down from space, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I guess not that fun, I suppose. Giant ants. No, it's not fun. Well, that's not the word looking for. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> um, also, the whole like notion of going to another planet and killing what's on it so you can have what's on the planet is a bit of a joke because it's like, like what's on Earth is like point zero one percent of what's in the rest of the solar system. Mm. Yeah, I guess. So. Nothing specific to our planet is there that would make it worth particularly it. interesting, unless well, not the thing in... that they want to harvest is us. You know what I mean? Life Ooh. in yeah. general. Yeah. yeah. We're the only sort of commodity that we that is perhaps different. Yeah. It's the complexity of, of yes. minerals which you wouldn't see anywhere else is in a life form, right? So Yeah. Well, I mean that's really what's going on. It ends with um Well the film uh, the film then just starts making this uh, ultimately, like you say, it's been very like kind of like like, oh well what about this, what about that? But then this film just starts making decisions, doesn't it? Because at one point it yeah. just seems to start saying we've got aggressive or they've got aggressive or someone's got aggressive. Oh yeah. Because there's all the scenes of people running in the streets from a drone or whatever it is. But they don't really re- they don't relate to what's going on in no. the narrative today. Though. No. And then they just decide, oh well, you haven't spoken to us, so why is that? Why aren't you talking to us? And then they decide that the aliens just leave. Like so, it suddenly just escalates to make a load of decisions and then just ends, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think the that the bit about the war stuff. It's just absolutely ridiculous because it's just an excuse to talk about it, isn't it? It's yeah. not part of the narrative at all. Yeah. I think the end, though, I love the idea of them just fly, having like they land, do absolutely nothing, and fly off again. Yeah. Like mm. I love that sort of concept. Yeah. Of like, what the hell happens to us after that? Like, yeah, that. Is like, imagine, cool. imagine if like, like thousands of them come down and they're all over the sky, all over the world, and then just leave again and never come back. Mm. Yeah, that, that is. Mm. Cool. Imagine that. Yeah. Like what would it do to like religion and yeah. you know the like the absence of you got they got an absent god and also this absent actual physical space alien you've seen that's just flown off again mm. who we literally have got no way of getting back in contact with yeah it wouldn't change a lot of things I don't think oh because... my god it would change things massively what if they arrived and then went yeah 
Yeah, People could... are now looking at the footage of 9-11 and saying it's fake. No, but, like... this, no, but this, isn't, no, this, isn't, this isn't fake. This actually happened, right? That you think... Yeah, so, so did 9-11. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, Sam. No, Come on. <laughs> no, no, but you know what I mean, though? Like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't go into fake news that fast. They're, they're literally all over the world. So there's like yeah, thousands no, all over yeah, the place. It would, it, would, it would really fuck people up. It would fuck up everything. I think it'd be a gigantic like crisis of faith and like mm. people not know what, what to do. What if they just wrote something on the, on the moon, on the surface of the moon and just left it there? And it made no sense. Yeah. Yeah. But then people interpret it. Like the less they do, I think there's a really good film in this. Like someone could do a really good film about like them just, there's literally nothing happening other than they're just there, mm. you know? Yeah. Well, that's what a rival is. Well, yeah, they, they communicate, don't they? She talks to them. Yeah, yeah, but they kind of start a war by just hovering there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that idea's been done. Yeah, it is. Uh, the film does make a bit of a mistake because it says they leave, and then it cuts to the man. He's still on the ship. He's so still on the ship, yeah. did he, he just go walk with... out into space though? Didn't he? Yeah. Did he so... go with them or like you know like yeah? I don't know. And then like just in case you weren't uh, convinced that this is a very lazy and cheap film, they play oh, man. like the most obvious song yeah. of all time, yeah. David Bowie's yeah. Space Oddity <laughs> over the credits. Yeah, yeah. Which is a kind of a kick in the teeth to everyone watching, like, uh, oh mm. yeah, this is just uh, yeah. a bit shit really, isn't it? Yeah, no, um, that, that really annoyed me too. Yeah. I mean, anything, anything I missed there, I think we got, we got through all the main sort of mm. people there, didn't we? Yeah. Um, different bits of it. So yeah, as I say, so let's go to the first question, which was, did you enjoy it? I think I know the answer, but let's go round. Alex, what's your overall opinion of this film? No, I, I kind of hated it because I just thought this is a really interesting idea and it's been really pissed away. And I just could, all I really did was sat there and kind of thought of ways to make the film better and what I would have done or what it should have done or just how it could be more interesting. And it just felt like, mm. a, I think visually it was just like completely bereft of ideas. Like visually yeah. it was... It was point. It was like wallpaper. Like there was no point me looking at it. Literally no point. Apart, mm, I didn't yeah, even yeah. need to know what the people look like because they're. Ex- it's not what <laughs> they look like that matters. It's more interesting what they say. So I just think it should have been on the radio, and then you'd yeah. go, "Oh, there was this really interesting thing on the radio where these experts discussed about a ship coming down." Like that would have worked. It, it was like one of the most anti films I've ever seen in a way. Like, yeah. yeah, it it made me mad, and I think I couldn't really let that off. Because it was just made me, it just annoyed me so much. So, Chris, it reminded me of like a, a, a 90s documentary on the BBC or something quite cheaply made. Hmm. Yeah, like an episode of Horizon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, because you couldn't, because it wouldn't. I think there is an episode of Horizon, very similar subject matter, to be honest, if you look on the iPhone. The, the difference would be, though, it wouldn't be so put so nasty, this is, yeah, it, exactly. is, would it? Like, this, the, the problem no. with this for me more than anything is just it takes itself so mm. seriously. And the narrative is so overwrought and like, yeah, okay, it's a nice concept, the idea that we're the alien, everyone's talking to us as an alien, but the way they do it, it's just so like, mm. you know, it feels like it, it just, they feel so, it, it's got a kind of smug, like, oh, yeah. we're so clever sort of thing yeah. to it, hasn't it? Which yeah. is annoying. Yeah. Um, it's also got a load of people who probably are just doing it for the money, like just the, mm. you know, they've been given a bit of money to sit in front of the camera and just talk. Crap, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like there were obviously they're former people in those high roles because the, the acting people weren't be allowed to talk about it. But some of the other people they've got, like the um, the social psychologist or whatever, and people like that, and that lawyer, 
that feels like that was the tenth person they called, doesn't it? You know? <laughs> yeah, that and was all like, yeah, that's who the they first got, person yeah. who's willing because they're going like, oh, you need to talk to the cameras though, you talk to an alien. And the first nine people were like, no, fuck that. Yeah. I'll talk to you about aliens, but I'm not going to do this stupid conceit. No. But no, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, all in agreement, not very good. But the second question is, is it Puppin's claws? Now I don't. I think this is not Puppin's claws. I think no. this is a science fiction film because. The, there is an idea here that these people mm. are, are acting as though yeah. an alien has landed. They're talking at an mm. alien. Yeah. And, mm. okay, it's not a very coherent film, but there's plenty <laughs> of films we've, we've watched 2001 which yeah. aren't particularly coherent at points and but are still science fiction films. Yeah. So I, think, I don't think it is Puppins. Has anyone got a It's a form of documentary making, though, isn't it? Like, some t- like that uh, Louis Theroux one he did in this style for a bit, didn't he? The Scientology one. Oh yeah, where they acted um, out the yeah. They... This is a style of documentary making, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Difference there though, Louis through was the narrating, talking about them making that film. There were bits of that film that were shot as though they're acted, but they mm. but the construction of it was it was within the yeah. the documentary. Whereas yeah. in this, they never addressed the construction of I'm it. I'm trying to just think this. if there's another example. I, I, yeah. I think it it goes in the list, but it's like. It, we never we we try and avoid, like this would be one of the only ones that would ever get in the list. Like, like well, I don't think I don't think there's, like Chris is saying. You can't think of an example. I don't think there's many films like this in that no. sense. That where I mean, I think that Louis through thing is a brilliant example because that is similar. But like, if this film started with the guy saying, "Oh, we're going to go and pretend this is happening," mm. I think it would be a documentary. But I think because he never addresses that, it just goes mm. in straight away. Mm. It's going like, "You are an alien." Yeah. I think that mm. makes it a. Yeah, in the list, I think it is a science fiction film. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good one. No, but I think it is in the list. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. regret being in the list because it's gonna be <laughs> yes. rather than being like six of six, it's gonna be like yeah. you know two hundred of two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, should we rank it then? If we're all in agreement that it goes in, I mean, we are actually at one hundred fifty films in the list now. Oh man, it's low. It's gonna go so. Um, it really pissed me off. <laughs> um, let's have a look. It's not at the lowest. It's not the, no, lowest, not the lowest, but it's like, I mean, where are things that were a complete waste of a good idea? It's got to be around yeah, that kind of area. Of That's life. what it is, isn't it? It's uh, Because it, cause it did get us thinking. Like, I enjoyed, the, an hour after it, I was, well, longer than that, I was walking around thinking, oh, those are good ideas and, you know, interesting things. But like you say, Alex, as a constructed piece of cinema, it's oh, terrible. Yeah. It's like a student yeah. film. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed Battlefield Earth more than more than this and that's 137 so yeah you know like i'm looking around I mean, I think do you watch much factual alex uh, bits and bobs yeah bits and bobs yeah it was just how like i said i just it, it, like i said some of the stuff they said was interesting i just mm. thought visually yeah i mean and it is a film so the visuals are important and they just were so yeah. they were either pretentious or lazy you know, all that library stuff just looked like two thousand and one. Like it, it, it was just lazy, or it was. I mean, but also like there's there's better ways of even doing that style. If you want to have those slow motion shots of things happening, mm. like go and like get um, just show us like spaceships or something to do with space, or like mm. yeah. you know archive stuff from NASA. Yeah. anything yeah. that is more interesting than just people in a park running about in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, um, yeah, mm. and it made you aware mm. of like um, because like. Have you seen The Nightmare, the Rodney Asher one? Have you seen that? No, so no. that's basically a documentary about sleep paralysis and he interviews people mm. about their their experiences of sleep paralysis. 
but then you they they recreate the dreams that these people have had. So it's right, a documentary, yeah. but it's like a horror film because you literally God, you see, awful. yeah, it's it is it is the the dreams are horrific, but you they yeah. actually show them what what they like as as near as they can get, and I think. Is that a form of therapy or what? Like it... No, he's just he's just talking about it. He's just interested in it, I guess. Uh, he's right. the one that did the documentary on The Shining, on the the conspiracy oh, theories about The Shining. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's a good documentary. Yeah, but with this, it's almost like their first proposal was, "All right, let's talk about it and let's show it." And then they went, "Nah, we don't have the budget to to show. Like, we don't have the budget to show this. So let's just keep talking about it. Oh, but we need to show something. All right, well, let's just show abstract." stuff yeah. like it i just didn't work like i don't know where does everyone else say then how low is everyone else saying <laughs> isn't this like the most low rent uh like treatment of something like district nine yeah because that that is starts off in a documentary sense mm, that's a faux documentary yeah 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 i don't know it's, mm. you've managed to find you've you've managed to find something which still comes within the rules i think yeah so yeah. Um, um, but i think it's better than the stuff at the bottom of our list i i think 140 yeah uh cuz <laughs> star trek five, i don't know it's tough i don't know it's tough because there's more interesting ideas in this film than a lot of this stuff down the bottom, obviously, because this is just all trash. Mm. But as an actual film, it's not good. Yeah. I don't know. Where, where do you think, Chris? I'm just trying to think if I'd watch it again before Star Trek V. <clears throat> yeah, see, I don't think I would. No, I mean, you kind of got it, haven't you, once yeah. you've seen it? Yeah, yeah. there were some good points in there, but like we just we, we've covered all of them. And, and a lot of that like is covered a lot. Cinema per se, is it? No. <laughs> and it's got no like great like revelation or anything, has it? Like there are a few interesting facts there that I didn't know, but there's no, no. like big twist or something amazing they say or something, is there in there? It's no. not like a a groundbreaking It would have been good like if it did have a proper twist at the end. Like, oh and shit, here's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The guy you saw the guy do all the like, And all these people have been in all the people that have been interviewed are like actually being interrogated on the ship or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like that guy's voice. You know the guy's voice you hear all the way that you see like a kind of recording booth, and they're like, "All right, that's it, Terry, you're finished." And it goes into the booth, and it's just this like gaseous oh, form, yeah, like this like really a... weird thing. And you're like, "What?" And it's that guy's voice. It's like, "Oh, thank you. It was very fun." And they just walk yeah, out. or it ends. It goes on every person at the end, and the director just comes on camera and hands him a note saying something like, "This wasn't declassified. You shouldn't talk about this." And he just shoots him in the head, <laughs> and then it just ends with them all like lying dead on the the. the yeah, or it cuts table, it cuts to every single person he's interviewed and he's shooting them all in the head. Yeah, he's just shooting them all in the head because it's because not declassified information. That's the end of it. Wow, that would have been a brilliant end. I would, and, and then you've just got that guy on the ship. <laughs> yeah, floating in space, yeah. No, he, no, he turns around, he's the director, and he winks. Oh. And then he shoots the camera. He shoots us in the head. That's what it is. That's how it ends. I like it, yeah. Classified, bang. Classified. <laughs> Um, All right, one forty. You saying one forty? Uh, yeah, I mean everything below Star Trek V is like the watermark of like a film that was like a coherent film. Everything below that, yeah, yeah fair enough. 
Is Hot Tub Time Machine really that low? Yeah, it is. Awful, yeah, I mean, it, and it, was, it was weighed down by the, the vehemence of Sam's despising. Like it, it went right. Me and you would have put it way higher, Chris, but Sam was so angry. And I, I have been told since, you know, my rant about comedy, yeah. uh, that National Lampoon isn't actually any good anymore and I shouldn't watch it. Oh, wow. Uh, so that only leaves Groundhog Day and Ghostbusters as funny films. That's wow. two left. Yeah. Two left. <laughs> Oh, the three amigos. No one's told me that's rubbish. So, no, okay. uh, what was this called? The visit. There we go. Directed by Michael Madsen, not that one. No, and it's the visit from 2015, not the M Night Shyamalan one. Yes, yes. Well, there we go. Um, I mean, it was interesting, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. good, but it was something different. Yeah. That's that, and that thereby concludes our look back at 2015. Mm. Um, next week, we have a reader request. Um, I can't remember who said it. It was a guy who was listening from the start, wasn't it? So he won't let get to this for ages. Unless it pops up in his the, the, um, feed and he's like, oh, yeah. that's the one I asked for. Anyway, so someone suggested THX 1138, which is George Lucas's uh, directorial debut. So next week we're watching that one, I do believe. Yeah. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, we are at Sci-Fi Rating on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yes, we don't update that one. <laughs> um, the Facebook's booming though. People, those people on the Facebook, not really saying anything, but people are following us. Yeah, good for them. Um, and yeah, and welcome to our new listeners. We've had a big uptick in listeners in the last month again. Uh, so hi guys. Was it because of our Mandalorian and Rise of Star War, uh, Rise of Skywalker kind of rants? I think, I think. it's Jurassic World. That oh wow, did it? A few people have been walking up to me and said, "Oh, I didn't know you had a podcast." So some of them will just be my mates. I think. <laughs> Great. Hello out well, there. That's good. I told them to uh, send us some correspondence. Yeah. And tell their friends to listen too. Oh, Spread yeah, the yeah. word. Yeah. Like a virus. Um, like a virus from another planet. Yeah. yeah. We're here to take yeah. over your genome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Anything else to add? I no. So. Any correspondence? No. Not yet. Well, well, we need to get on to our podcast host because daily we get about 10 from a bot telling us about like buying sex workers in Amsterdam. <laughs> And it's driving up the wall. Okay. So I've got to get onto the podcast people and say that this thing's happened <laughs> to contact you know form. Not Yeah, that might be real. a title of a film that they really want us to watch. By sex workers. Dating, yeah. dating for sex, USA. Yeah. They're all over you the place. You know when bots get so sophisticated, mm. when will people start respecting bots? Do you think we'll have to uh, at some point? But, but, for, will there be any difference bots? between bots and people? Mm. Whoa. Algorithms. <laughs> Deep. Uh, well, surely, like, if if a bot, if an AI was making a bot, wouldn't it not be sophisticated enough to be that sort of AI that we have to consider a person? Mm. Are you saying that we should feel know. sorry because Sam isn't replying back to this poor bot who keeps, <laughs> keeps emailing us about? Yeah, sex. when are we going to start respecting these bots? Chris, I'll give you access to the email. You can reply to all of them if you like. You can... <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what you yeah. to do. Uh, brilliant. Right. Well, join us next week for more fun and hilarity. Uh, <laughs> With THX. <laughs> yeah. It's a laugh riot. <laughs> it really is. Uh, cool. Bye for now then. Bye. 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 Bye.